Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who believes that Tom Brady and Gronk are in love with each other, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. The fact that I actually know those people, I should get some points for that. Well, who you. doesn't know them? <laughs> okay, but the fact that I'm a girl and I know football, I, I need know. some points. Thank you. Right. Some, some dudes just perked up, by the okay, way. Okay, all right. Anyways, hello, my romantics, <laughs> erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like basic bitches love getting white girl wasted, <laughs> then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. How you doing, Shay? Great. I just had some soup, so my tummy is full, and that's... If you know, you know. If you <laughs> feed a girl, you good. Yeah. She wasn't exaggerating. She literally just ate a bowl of soup. It was so good, Just too, guys. before we started it's this. It's like a stuffed green pepper soup. Oh, yes, please. It smelled good. How was your week? It's been busy. We're back to work now, so... Yeah. Seeing all of our patients. Ugh. Yeah. Well, hopefully the rest of the world is going to get back to normal like like your work did. So, Shay, there is a lot of things that can make a relationship dysfunctional. Like a lot of things. So many things, we can't even go over them all right now. No, we would have a never-ending podcast. Yeah. And some of those things like lead to breakups, which they should. If you have a dysfunctional relationship that and you can't fix it, then it's time to part ways, wouldn't you say? I agree. But... There's one specific thing that makes relationships dysfunctional that for some reason people stay in these relationships and I can never figure out why. And that are people who are in relationships where one of the partners are controlling. Yeah, I've definitely witnessed this, heard about it. I know that like I've experienced it not in like a romantic relationship, but more of like a family relationship. So I've experienced it where like I would get yelled at for wearing too much makeup or the person I was hanging out with, like a friend, yeah. or if I don't do what I was told right when I was told to do it, I got in trouble. Yeah. So I understand it to a point, but I've also made it very clear to not date people like that because I've already experienced it and it's hell. Yeah. And what I've noticed with controlling in relationship wise that I've, seen for like a third party when mm -hmm. it starts happening it's very subtle yeah it starts very subtle you mean yes it starts very subtle where you can barely pick up on it yeah you're gonna be running the show on this episode because i feel like you probably have a lot more insight on this than i do for two reasons number one because i personally have never dated 
or been in a relationship with someone who was controlling. Because you don't normally date. Yes, continue. <laughs> you hate relationships. I've been known to dabble. So in the few that I have, I've never experienced a controlling person. I don't know if that's, you know, not to sit here and put me on the couch and analyze me, but I don't know if it's because I'm such a like a strong type A personality that I just naturally am not attracted to somebody else who might have those same qualities. It's really funny me trying to think of someone telling you what to do and you would not do well. No. Uh-uh. Like someone be like, babe, go do the dishes. You'd yeah. be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it in so many words. In your head. Yeah. In my head, I'd be like, say what? You know, they're like, that wouldn't fly. So, yeah, I've never experienced that. That's the first reason. But the second reason is I also believe the reason why you would have way more insight on this than me is I think men by far are more controlling in relationships than women are. Now, I do know some men who have like crazy, weird, controlling women, and I can't stand it, you know, but... Oh, the ones that are... They're called what? Like pussy whipped or something? Yeah, they're pussy whipped. Yep. But by far, I would say the norm is that it is men that do the controlling in those dysfunctional relationships, wouldn't you say? I think it's sad, honestly, when you see like girls or guys being controlled. So I definitely think that guys normally are the more controlling ones than the women. I do, like you said, know of some where guys are just straight up told how things are going to go and women hold the pants in the relationship and it's like oh my god this is terrifying it's sad to watch for, as a bystander isn't it yeah i mean both parties because like you can see it it's just like they're just so sucked in they just ke- keep letting it happen yeah so i think one thing to be aware of that's not as like oh my god they're getting controlled um with someone who's just a controlling person they're very like nitpicky of you. Yeah. Like they'll insult you on the smallest things that shouldn't matter. Like what? Give us an example. Like you misspelled a word in your text or like an email uh-huh. or something. Um, or it could be like the way you're wearing your hair that day. Mm. Um, like I said, for me, it was like my makeup that I was wearing that like they always said I was wearing too much. Um, but yeah, so whenever it's something little, be on the lookout because that's like your first like red flag to look out for. It's yeah. like, are they really criticizing me for that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like the people that don't know how to pick their battles, mm-hmm. be on the watch for. Yeah, that like I said, it could be that the the uh, let's say not your family, but let's say you're a woman in a relationship with a guy who is making those kind of comments to his to his wife to his girlfriend. It could be like I said two reasons there one is like the superficial thing like hey you know that slutty makeup and she's trying to attract other guys that's like the surface part but the deeper part is that if he constantly corrects her like the typos that you were talking about or that's not how you spell that or something like that that like simple correction in a rude or sarcastic way is controlling behavior because it is like them exerting their dominance over you by constantly correcting you making you feel like you're not good enough or you know what do you you're you're dumber than me because i have to correct you you know what i mean that is a form of being controlling yeah i mean even with the makeup if you're telling her she's wearing too much makeup because she's looking sexy that's controlling yeah regardless if she has no makeup on a full face of makeup maybe light makeup whatever it is 
you do have you have zero say in what she does with her makeup you have you have zero say in how she does it in what she wears with it if she wants to go outside with a bra and panties guess what you have no fucking saying <laughs> oh i think there's a zillion guys out there who would probably disagree with you on that they do, incorrectly but they would yeah they would 100 percent disagree because they think that they own this person just yeah. because that they're with them but that's the thing nobody fucking owns anybody else and the thing is nobody owes anyone anything else so if you're trying to control your girl telling her oh you can't wear that out oh that bikini is too revealing to go to the pool and blah 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 fuck you yeah right it's just it's really frustrating when i've seen my friends go through this shit yeah and these girls are fantastic people these girls they deserve the fucking world. I do not surround myself with bad people. Mm-hmm. So these girls, I, they <laughs> deserve Prince Charming or whoever the fuck they want. Yeah. And to treat her like a goddamn queen. The fact that they settled for something less is besides me. And I'm trying every day to make them realize their worth. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> well, with that kind of behavior, when they're criticizing like their makeup or their clothes like oh you're you're looking why are you dressing so slutty you know that kind of thing that kind of controlling behavior is a byproduct of jealousy and jealousy is to me the single ugliest emotion that there is is jealousy yeah i mean with jealousy it comes a lot of consequences to your jealousy whether it be you trying to can be controlling you lashing out at them you looking in their phones you (laughs) oh um this is the thing that i've actually recently learned if you find something out let's say you think that they're on a dating site or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. and you have proof that they were in some way shape or form you don't even need to go through their phone yeah because i can promise you there's things you're not gonna like and you just need to end it (laughs) yeah that's a good point Thank you. I, I just learned that thing very... The hard very, way? The hard way. <laughs> <laughs> All lessons Ooh. in love and sex and dating are learned the hard way. Ugh. You wouldn't learn them any other way. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Anyways, first thing to look out for is that criticism. Yeah. So if they're nitpicking you, if they're like putting you down, it's also to make you feel like nobody else is going to love you. Yeah. It's so that you're, you feel trapped, that this is the only person for you. Yeah. And that's how they get away with this shit. Yeah, I never understood that. Are, are men who put their women down, I mean, those are the really controlling guys who like call them fat, call them sluts, call them ugly. They say no man is ever going to want you. That reflects poorly on them because why are you, if, if any of that is true, why are you with her? God, I hate you. Why would you want her if he, no other guy would? And it's so would? funny because they always use the line, you're lucky I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> say that to my friend when I'm around. I swear to God you won't have teeth left. Oh, jeez. Woo. Woo. Don't make me. Anyways. Have you ever like stepped between like one of your friends and like a piece of shit guy? They never do it around me. I think they're scared. Yeah. I think they're scared. Yeah, you could be intimidating to some guys. I know. It's funny because I come off as like a little cinnamon roll as a person. <laughs> um, but in reality, like I'm mama bear to my child and my friends. Yeah. So back the fuck up. <laughs> and I ain't scared of you, but I could see how other guys might be. I mean, you shouldn't be. You're not hurting my friend or my child. So No, I'm a big pussycat. I wouldn't do anything like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So have you ever witnessed that with any of your friends? With guy friends yes i'm guessing you are making fun of them too 
behind their back. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're going to allow that kind of behavior, they deserve to be made fun oh of. They, they deserve to be branded a pussy, you know? They're pussified. <laughs> and, you know, not because a woman is pushing them around, but because they're allowing anybody to push you around, you know? So, yeah, I've had a lot of guys, like, I could think right now... <laughs> I can think right now of a buddy of mine who like fell off the face of the earth because he ended up with a very controlling woman that uh, and he ended up marrying her. Oh God, why? I, I don't know. That's the she put some kind of voodoo witchcraft on oh him. God, yeah. yeah, that's actually the second one to look out for is them isolating you from like friends, family, people that you love. Yeah, and that you've been there for and have been there for you. Yeah. Now you know this guy doesn't. He, he doesn't just come out and say, oh, no, she won't let me out or anything. He always ends up making excuses, you know, because I think that he feels like it's easier just to make excuses to his buddies than to have a fight, have a fight with her that, yeah. hey, I'm going to go see these guys. And oh, that's yeah. a controlling situation. She is controlling him. What it's, are you afraid of? She's not going to leave you, you know. It's disgusting, honestly, when people like if you cannot trust your other person yeah. to go out with the friends that they've had longer than they've known you. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, what I know about her is I don't believe it's a jealousy thing. I don't believe that she thinks that if she hangs out with me and our other buddies, um, which we've been friends since we were little kids, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think she believes he's going to go cheat if he comes out with us. I mean, the majority of the other people that we hang out with are married as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's that she doesn't want him to have the old life. She wants him to have the new life. The new life is with her. Does she have friends? I No, I don't ever remember seeing her talk about That's or mention why. any because of her friends. Because she'd be alone, and she doesn't want to be alone yeah. at the house by herself, blah, 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 blah. Right, she just doesn't want to share him. You know what I mean? She That's, doesn't want him to have... Don't you, you get know? sick of someone after a while? Like, I yeah. I need, like, a little bit of break. Like, yeah. let me let me go drink a lot to get rid of this. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean... I'm also not in a healthy, happy relationship. Not that it sounds like this one is either. No. But like. Well, he seems happy, but. Dumbly. Yeah. Right. Blissfully. With blinders on. Right. Unknowingly happy. Yeah. And, you know, that story I just told everybody out there, men, women, whatever. You could take that exact story and, you know, insert your friend's name here. We all have a friend that's like disappeared off the face of the earth mm -hmm. once they got like a certain significant other that has kept them and people make their own decisions. He's not, you know, chained to the radiator at home. He chooses, <laughs> <laughs> he chooses to not it's come It's funny how many people us. don't know what a radiator is. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, you know, you say radiator to, to make it sound, you know, like dungeon ish, you know, <laughs> old school in a dungeon. He makes that decision himself, but it, it doesn't change the fact that he's doing it because, he doesn't want to deal with whatever ramifications may come from it. And that's controlling, you know? Yeah. I've had it with, like I said, my family member where they were just like, you're not allowed to see this person. And this mm. person's changed you. And like when they start saying stuff or like, let's say a boyfriend or girlfriend's like, you talk to your brother so much. Like that's <laughs> like, they'll start making those little comments and then it'll be like, I don't want you to see them or yeah. I don't want you to hang out with them. I don't want you to talk to them. Yeah. Like isolating you from the people that love and care about you is one of the first steps too, because it puts you in a little bubble. Like this person is your only 
friend that this yeah. person is the only person you can be around and it makes you rely on them right it, it's honestly a form of abuse is this controlling shit i totally agree and so yeah blowing like my friend going back to that blowing off your friends okay yeah that's bad but there's like the situation you just mentioned there's significant others who keep you from your family yeah. like i don't want you to see your family anymore and there's people who have written off their families because their significant other demanded that they do so. And that's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Good news for any um, possible suitors out there for me. I'm not close with either of my parents. So you don't have to worry about any of those. <laughs> if you want to um, keep me from my parents, go right ahead. Because I don't want to be. Yeah, <laughs> you can be her daddy. <laughs> Anyways, so number three of these red flags. When they do like overt threats. Mm -hmm. um or like veiled threats yeah where they're like cutting off your like privileges or like threats of leaving because it makes you like again it makes you scared yeah. because not only have they isolated you now from the people around you so you feel like this person is the only person that you have and they're like putting you down so you, if they leave you won't have anybody else yeah that'll like you and love you now they're like threatening to leave so you're always on like a high intense scare yeah so like you're always on edge you're always trying to be perfect you're trying to make them happy yeah and that's to the extreme end of it like i'm gonna leave you or i'm gonna hurt you or something like that that's the extreme end but some people like some women will withhold sex you know what i mean to get back at him when they're mad at him and that's to like teach him a lesson to where he'll be like, next time, uh, you know, do I really want to do that again? Because, you know, I don't want to have to beg for sex again in the future. And that's controlling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Using sex to control people. And like the next part in regards to like the threats, how many times, like especially in like high school that like you dated someone and they're just like, I'm going to kill myself if you break up with me. Yeah, right. Or like, I'm going to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. Anything like that. That's another form of controlling guys oh my like, god yeah like using guilt you know to yeah and i'm saying that's manipulative like, like you don't love me if like if especially if you're trying to leave the relationship because you yeah. see it's toxic finally and you see that you're not happy and that mm -hmm. this isn't giving you anything back and all you're doing is giving everything yourself yeah yeah all righty and we're gonna be right back in just a few seconds welcome back my babes and bros and by the way all you out there, these red flags that Shay are relaying to you, look for them early in the relationship because I don't think that anybody is controlling in the beginning of relationships. I think they wait until the relationship is established. Oh, yeah. Because if it's they early in the relationship, you can be like, fuck that. I ain't dealing with this. But once you're emotionally attached. Invested, yeah. Yeah, then it's harder to. So look for these like warning signs early. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Even with like the littlest things, if there's any red flags going up, fucking leave. Don't be like, oh, that's just this one time. No, yeah. no, no, no. Leave. Yeah. And I think where you'll first start picking up on it. I mean, really, you do have to test your partner a little bit to find out. Are they a jealous person? Yeah. Are they a controlling person? So one way to test it is the very first time you are going out with your buddies or your girlfriend's without your partner pay special attention to how they treat you how they what they say the questions they ask mm -hmm. their um demeanor you know if they're like detached or if they say is that what you're wearing or where are you going who are you going with you know and asking way too many questions 
pay special attention to that like the first couple times you go out in that way right exactly and also make sure like when you're first going out like if they start giving you like gifts and stuff Uh like in the very beginning and you're thinking oh my god they're so romantic or whatever it is you have to look closer guys because many of these like gestures like the extravagant gifts um it's like expectations of serious commitment early on yeah yeah and you have to be careful of that because as soon as you're getting into that commitment, mm-hmm. in their mind, they're like, yes, I'm getting her. Yeah. Yes, she's in my trap. Mwahaha. <laughs> um, and don't confuse this stuff for having like rules. I, I, I say rules in quotes because I'm not a big rules guy or a rule follower, but I'm saying it in the capacity of couples who decide to be in an exclusive relationship they have boundaries so rules yeah. are more like boundaries mm-hmm. having boundaries like i have a boundary of i'm not going to date someone that is like friends with his ex yes like that is a very that's my only fucking boundary let's just get this clear <laughs> i am a very chill person until you cl- cross my boundaries oh the other thing i guess is kind of like duh but it's like you're if we're dating we're not on dating apps yeah so if we're dating, we're not on dating apps and we're not friends with our exes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm you're expecting so d- too much. You're so demanding, Shay. <laughs> God, you're so controlling. Oh, no, God, I'm an idiot. You know what? <laughs> when you go buy a house, when you go buy a car, which are significant investments, you have must haves. You know what I mean? These are must haves that I need to radio, have. I want a radio. I want some AC. I'm not using that crank anymore to open my window. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe a hot tub. And, and a car? And it, No. In a house? In a house. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. What are we, about... like an 80s pimp with a hot tub in the in the car? I was so confused. Like the limo with the hot tub? Oh, man. No, those are must-haves. Well, relationships, which are also significant investments, you need to have must-haves in that as well. And those are your boundaries. And your partner knows what your boundaries are. If you're forcing the boundaries on them and they don't, you know, subscribe to them, then you're not meant to be together and you should break up. Boundaries are not the same as being controlling. Those are just your values, your your must-haves, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's that. Um, so don't confuse the two. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not a fine line. It's pretty... Mm-hmm. It's pretty defined. Yeah, pretty defined there. Um, you have the things that you're not willing to bend upon. And yeah. the thing is... If you do have a controlling significant other, they're going to ask you to bend those rules. They're oh, going to yeah. ask you to be different, to let go of those boundaries that you have. And that's not okay. No, and it gets and it gets worse. They get worse later. It's like, you know, there's a reason why the government doesn't negotiate with terrorists because then they ask for another thing and then yeah. another thing because they it know you're going to give in. It never It'll stops. It'll be like, hey, let's have a threesome. And you're like, yeah. no, that's my boundary. I don't want a threesome. This is monogamous. We're not opening up this relationship. Yeah. And then it'll continue. To, and you're, next thing you know, you're having a fucking orgy. Right. Or the threesome is you watching him bang some other girl. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> turns into him straight up cheating. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? We talked about hooking up with other people. Right. It's like, no, what? Yeah. Those are not boundaries. Those are de- controlling demands by a controlling person right Mm -hmm. and the thing is with like controlling people it's intertwined with like gaslighting and Mm -hmm. they like they make you feel like you're going crazy (laughs) like they 
they isolate you, they put you down so that you have, you feel worthless, that no one else is ever going to love you, so that you stay, that yeah. you allow this type of behavior. Right, because if you hear it enough from the person that's supposed to love you, you do start believing in it, and it, and it kind of breaks you down Especially mentally. Especially if it's the only voice you're hearing again and again and again. Yeah. If you're completely isolated from the outside world, like your friends and your family, that voice so negative is going to become your inner voice and that's what you're going to repeat to yourself over and over again like a mantra yeah because those controlling people are going to keep you away from your friends and your family Mm -hmm. because they know those are the people who might try to chip away at that wall that they put up that those people are going to try to talk some sense into you so those are threats to the controller so you got to you got to keep those people away yeah and what I've noticed that they also do, um, I've actually had this happen in a relationship. They make you feel like you, you like can't measure up to them. Mm-hmm. And he made me feel that way because I didn't have like a, uh, a college degree. Yeah. And the thing is, I have a great job that even some college graduates don't get into. Mm-hmm. And he was so adamant that I have to go back to college. I have to go back to college. Like... He made me feel so dumb for just not having a piece of fucking paper. I've gone to college. I just didn't get my associate's degree. And that shouldn't make me any less of a person or any less smart. Right. Most people who go to college and get a degree don't even get a job that they get the degree in. Let's be honest here, people. Right. I mean, you know, I went to college, but long after I, you know, got into my profession, which is the fire service, and you don't need a college degree to be a firefighter, and... Firefighters do pretty well financially, so. Right. So, yeah, don't let anybody make you feel like you're less than, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, something that we've touched upon, too, already is how they make you feel like you've done something wrong, especially when it comes to, like, other people. Like, they'll start presuming that you've done something with somebody else, like you've cheated. Yeah. And in their mind, you're guilty until you can prove that you haven't. Yeah. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. That's not how the world works, guys. (laughs) Like, how do you prove yourself you're innocent if you haven't done anything? So you won't have anything because you haven't done anything. Right. So, (laughs) what? (laughs) How do I do this? It's broken. (laughs) Um, And it's it's just that crazy overreactive jealousy, like the accusations, the paranoia. Yeah. And it's like I said, you're always on like pins and needles, guys, with these type of people. Yeah. Right. They really do kind of remove your like your own identity of self you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because everything you can't focus on your own happiness because you're worried always about accomplishing your partner's happiness right that's what a controlling person does for sure and they always seem to like keep a scorecard of like well you did this (laughs) so i was able to do this like they use it against (laughs) you if you ever make a mistake yeah women are good at that women are good at playing that card where they'll pull, you know, <laughs> something you did two years ago. They'll throw it back in your face yeah. at the right time. <laughs> Not that the guy doesn't deserve it, but women have memories like elephants. They never forget. Yeah. You know? And you also get like um, like a debt almost. Yeah. Like, you owe me this because you did this. It's mm. like, what? <laughs> this, doesn't, this doesn't seem right, guys. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I've realized that also goes into... Um, that goes into isolating you is not giving you your own alone time yeah like they feel like a need to always be constantly on you always want what they want when they want it and 
they're not willing to respect your bubble. Yeah. They're not willing to be like to give you that time that you need away and to disconnect because you they know as soon as you disconnect and you have your alone time, you're going to start thinking back like, wait, this doesn't seem right. This there you're going to yeah. think about what's been going on. And as soon as you do that, you'll self-reflect and understand it's not okay. Yeah, it's a lot harder to control you when they give you your own space. They got to be up in your in your grill the whole time. You yeah, know? making you feel anxious and worried and yeah. scared. Right. <laughs> threatening your home, threatening your stability. Right. Now, everything we're saying, it makes it sound like these are people in violent relationships that they're getting like physically abused and a lot of these relationships that is happening, but you don't need to have that. The mental abuse is just as bad as the physical abuse so if any of you are in a physically abusive relationship you know definitely get help do what you got to do to get out of that situation and even if it's just that first step of reaching out like hell you can reach out to us if needs be yeah if you're like i have nowhere to go we can give you resources right so yeah there that's definitely a situation you want to get out of but that's not necessarily the only thing we're talking about when we're talking about controlling people so my advice on what to do in those situations are Early on, like the red flags that Shay just brought up, look for those red flags early in the relationship and then cut them loose <laughs> if, if you're seeing those red flags before you get too deep in the relationship because it's going to be a lot harder to get out. But if you are in a relationship where the controlling behavior started well after you two are invested with each other, you know, maybe you're living together, maybe you're married, that sort of thing, you need to either have that person drastically do some professional self-help in order to stop that behavior or the relationship ain't going to make it see this is the thing the thing that i've learned is you do not owe this other person anything if you want to get up and leave be like this isn't working out i'm sorry i'm not okay right now and leave the relationship it is not your job to help them fix themselves no. it is their own goddamn job to fix themselves you do not need to be there to help them and with everything that they've done, they're going to keep beating you down. Yeah. So if they need help, they need they need to do it themselves. You yeah. cannot pressure them. They have to acknowledge what they're doing and it's wrong and get help themselves. But you sticking around and saying, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I know you're working on it. Doesn't help. Yeah. The only the only amendment to that I would offer is, yeah, it's not your job to fix them. You know, as a good partner, it. it it's good for you to be their su their support if they are trying to get some help, you know, but. But at the same point, what does that support mean? It means that they're still going to be the punching bag. Yeah, definitely. We don't want you to be that. Not. I mean, it can be literal, right. but also figuratively. Yeah. Remember, some people are clueless, so they don't they're not aware of their bad behavior. So the only thing I think you not owe the person you maybe owe your relationship if you want to salvage it is to make them aware of the problem. That's what I think both people have obligation to do is to let them know. It's kind of like your boss at work, you know. How how can I know that I'm doing a bad job if you don't tell me that I'm doing a bad job? So you got to at least make them aware of the problem, and then it is their job to fix it or not. I think it's really sad when people are abusive in ways, like controlling like that. I think they're fully aware of it because they're threatening your home life. They're threatening your safe. They're threatening your stability. They're threatening your privileges and using things against you and isolating you. Like, there's no way in their head that they think this is okay. And my family member that I've brought it up to, just by the way that they talk to me, 
I've said multiple times, this is not okay. You cannot talk to me this way. Or you cannot threaten this kind of stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they don't give a shit because they feel so powerful that they have something over you that they just continue doing it no matter how many times I've told this person and how many times my friends have told these people that they've been with. Yeah. Like they just keep doing it. I don't think it's a lack of knowing. I think people are very aware. Like you're not going to tell me a guy that like smacks a girl doesn't know that that's wrong. Oh yeah, that's that's for sure. That's but, I you mean, know getting back into the the physical part of it. There's little things like little red flags. Like oh, I didn't know me going through your entire phone wasn't okay. <laughs> like there's some people that are like yeah, go through my phone, it's fine, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But like in the grand scheme of things, yeah, that's not really what you should be doing. But I just think that it's when people do stuff like that, they know what they're doing. They know that they're like power, power hungry power. Yeah. and they get like a power trip from it. Yeah. Or if they don't know what they're doing consciously, they just can't help it because being a jealous person and a controlling person is kind of who you are. Those are behaviors. You can change your behavior for a little while, but you can't change who you are. And so it's going to keep repeating just like abusers. You know, they say, oh, you know, baby, you make me crazy. And I, I promise I won't do that again. And they maybe they won't for a little while. But it's coming back because they can't change who they are. Yeah. The thing is, is like they're aware. Like, don't yeah. give them those excuses. Like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know I shouldn't threaten someone's home. <laughs> I didn't know I shouldn't have taken their phone away because I paid the bill. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff is not okay. Like, that's not like you cannot control your significant other. Yeah. You do not have you do not own them. Yeah. They owe you nothing. <laughs> well, boy, this was a pretty serious topic that we normally... I got a little heated there, guys. I'm sorry. Well, because you're, you're passionate about it. Everybody should be passionate about it. I mean, we could have talked about, like, controlling people in dating. Like, no, I never want to go eat where you want to eat. I want to go. But for the limited amount of time we have to talk about something, that would be, like, silly shit. We wanted... If we're going to talk about controlling people, we're going to, like, talk about controlling people. Yeah. We... We're not going to skimp over this, guys. Sorry. <laughs> See, so we can be serious when we need to. So serious. <laughs> and with that, that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username the Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook. Give the show a five-star rating. See, I'm not controlling. I said please. I asked nicely. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I didn't say like, hey, you go subscribe to the, to the sex playbook and rate it with a five-star rating, you hear? Oh, my God. Good to know you've lost your marbles. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at trulyshay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, or if you just need someone to talk to, we got you. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-I-S-M-A-R-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Later, my babes and bros.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.